Hi there, and welcome to The Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm glad you tuned in today. I hope that whatever you're tuning in on, you will like and follow this podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Play Store, or iTunes, whatever they call it now. And if you really like it, I hope you will share it with someone else so they can follow it too. My name is Karen McCracken, and I'm your podcast host. Um, you might call me the woman inspired talker, a nutcase with a microphone, whatever you want to call me. My name is Karen and I am here to hopefully inspire you with some things, people, events, quotes, craziness that has inspired me. Basically whatever it is that God lays on my heart at the time of this recording. Each and every podcast I share with you a pod quote. In preparation to share that pod quote with you today, first of all, I would like to share with you a definition That is the definition of the word expectancy. That's right, the word expectancy. It means the state of thinking or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, will happen. So today's pod quote is from Edwin Lewis Cole. You ready for it? Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. Pretty simple, but pretty deep. I'll repeat it for you. Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. The title of this podcast today is Wrapped with Expectancy. Okay, so are you one of those people who can't handle the suspense of Christmas? Do you know what I mean? You have to find out what's in those boxes and bags under the Christmas tree before the actual unveiling on Christmas Day. There are a lot of people who can't handle it. They try to pull back the paper or they pick up the boxes and shake them. Well, my husband is one of those people. He said when he was younger, he used to shake every single present trying to figure out what it was, even if it wasn't his. And oftentimes he was, he would guess. I mean, he was pretty good at guessing them. I highly doubt the actual shaking of the boxes is what gave it away, but probably more over the list that he knew his sister and he gave to his parents or the letters they wrote to Santa Claus or just knowing the family dynamic is probably what gave away what was in the boxes. But still he shook them. Isn't it strange how people shake gifts thinking that we can figure out just by shaking them what's in them? So unless you're expecting something that makes a particular noise and rattles a certain way, shaking it is just an odd habit in my opinion. I mean, but there are many people who do it. You even see it in movies, people shaking those gifts under those trees. So like many people, he shook his gifts anyhow. And when he got older, I think he was in his early 20s, a family member played a joke on him. They took an empty Pringles can. And let me interject here to say that way back when, when Pringles were out, um, this is telling my age here and his age, and yes, he's older than I am. (laughs) But when Pringles were out way back when, they used to be in a metal can, not cardboard. So they took that Pringles can and they put screws, nuts, and bolts in it. They knew he could not resist even into his early 20s. So he insisted, though, that he had not been shaking that Pringles can, trying to figure out what was in it, but of course he had. And so by the time it was Christmas Day and he had to open the can, the bottom and the sides of that Pringles can were all dented up because he had shaken it up so much. 
<laughs> and I can imagine um, that they had a whole lot of fun with that. And he still remembers it today and laughs about it, of course. But sometimes I think that we are like that. What do you think? I mean, not like a dented can, um, but although there are days when I feel pretty dented and beaten up inside, as I'm sure you do too, but I'm talking more about that impatience with life and that impatience of not knowing what to expect, maybe just with our future or maybe just with tomorrow or the long term. Um, it's hard for us, even it might be more so for some people than others awaiting the surprise of whatever it is that God has for us, whether it's a special gift or whether life um, is just overwhelming to us and we're afraid of knowing, uh, not knowing what's coming. So as we want to know, we want to know what to expect. We want to know how to handle it, right? We want to see what's going to happen before it happens. We want to know what's inside, What's the surprise that God has for us that we're headed for? Or what is the outcome of the current expectation that we have? For some people, it's just not easy not knowing. It's harder for some people to be content with the unexpected and unknown. We can't just look it up or peer into a crystal ball or a box filled with the future and shake it up to look at it or see what's inside. Would it be easier if we could get a good old box filled with our future and hold on to it, maybe see how heavy it's going to be for us or sniff it to see if it smells sweet or peel back the paper to see exactly what's going to happen? I'm not sure that it would be. I like to say that, well, I know through and through that God's word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I also know that God does not give me more than I need to know at the time. He gives me just enough light so I don't trip over my own feet. He gives me info on a need-to-know basis only. And I'm thankful because he knows I would mess it up if he doesn't. Many of us have the tendency, if we knew too much, um, or we knew what was going to go on, or what was inside that package holding the future, um, that we might try to run the other way, or we might try to run ahead of where God wants us to be. So I'm not convinced that knowing the future would be a good thing. I also tend to um, like a little bit of surprise, uh, although definitely not bad surprises because I am human after all and nobody wants a horrible surprise. I like the expectancy and the anticipation of Christmas morning and special packages and seeing how people have wrapped a gift or taken the time and thought and effort that they put into a gift. I'm excited when someone takes the time to send me a real card instead of a text message or an email or an e-card. I'd rather have a card with a handwritten note in it than a post on social media to me. I can't, I don't begrudge anyone posting on social media because I do the same thing at times, but I love the fact that someone has taken the time to think about who I am and what I want or what I need or what I might like as a little bit of a surprise. Even if what I might like is just a handwritten note in a card, that's personal. And that's how God is with us. He's very personal with each and every one of us. He knows us inside and out. He knitted us in the womb. He knows when we rise and when we 
wake in the morning and when we fall asleep at night. And he has extra special things for each one of us. Even though we may not feel like it at times, and sometimes we mess up those special things he's given us, he always has something wonderful in store for us. If we just hold on, if we're just patient, if we work hard to be content in the not knowing, if we can just wrap ourselves around the anticipation and the expectancy of what's to come. So I had a friend in college who, just like my husband, was notorious for his impatient expectancy when it comes to Christmas gifts. His family got tired of him sneaking down to unwrap his gifts ahead of Christmas morning when everybody else was asleep. Oh, he was naughty, naughty, naughty. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Or he would do the ridiculous futile habit of, yeah, you guessed it, shaking that gift. (laughs) He was one of those people who would grab a gift and shake, shake, shake it. And he didn't care really if anybody knew or they found out later about it because eventually he got what he wanted under the Christmas tree. But as much as his mom and dad kept telling him to knock it off, he wouldn't do it. Year after year, he would not refrain or restrain himself from shaking the gifts. One year, he wanted to uh, have a really nice watch for Christmas, and that's what he'd asked for. He actually told his parents that the only thing he wanted was this really nice watch. This was back in the late 80s when wearing watches was the cool thing to do. You know, we weren't glued to electronic devices telling us the time like teenagers and college kids are now. All kinds of designers had these specialty watches out back then. I don't have any idea which watch it was he wanted. Um, I don't remember that. But I remember the big watches back then that were popular were uh, Casio G, I think, which had a lithium battery, which was woohoo back then. <laughs> and then there were Seikos and Pulsars. And the really cool designer watch that all the girls wanted were called Swatches. So if you don't know what a Swatch is, look it up sometime. I remember I had some, they were really cool. So I even recall though that back then there was a Pac-Man watch and I think, although I'm not positive because I haven't Googled it, but I think one of the very first radio watches came out back at that time too. And that may be of something that he wanted because I'm sure it was expensive then. Anyhow, his parents got him the watch that he wanted for Christmas and they put the package underneath the Christmas tree a week or so before Christmas. Of course, he would go over and shake it, trying to figure out what was in it. It would not be as rewarding for him this particular year as it had been in previous years because, well, he knew there had to be a watch in one of the packages he was getting. He couldn't help himself. Shake, shake, shake. Come Christmas morning, his dad handed him that small gift box. My friend recognized it because he'd had his hands on it numerous times over the previous week. He ripped it open to find a watch box with the exact logo on it that he was hoping for. Excited, he opened the watch box only to discover a broken watch. Bits and pieces of a watch spring, a damaged watch watch face, and a broken band. He was crushed. He was embarrassed. I'm sure his shoulders sagged and knowing him, he probably couldn't speak and likely was tearing up a little. And his mom calmly said to him, Oh my, we told you not to shake the gifts. Sometimes having self-control is well worth it so we can protect the gifts we've been given. Okay, wow, what a lesson to learn, right? But later that day, after hours of going through Christmas Day, 
with disappointment hanging on him, my friend was given another gift by his parents. A real watch. Being the good parents that they were, they had gone to a local thrift store and purchased some old broken watches, and they took some bits and pieces from each one, just enough, I guess, to make it look like a full watch, and they put those pieces in the box that they knew, without a doubt, he would eventually shake, shake, shake. So, does it sound like a difficult lesson to learn? A harsh a little bit, maybe? Perhaps, but you might be saying to yourself that, That was really a difficult thing to do to a teenager on Christmas Day. But I'm not really sure he would have learned the lesson any other way because he didn't just learn about not shaking a gift in case it's fragile, which is really a good thing for us all to remember, but he learned more than that. And he definitely learned it because he remembers it to this day, his entire life. He remembers the lessons that his mom taught him about appreciating the gifts that he's given um, and about expectancy and about hope and about not ruining surprises that other people have and also about self-control. So his Christmas wasn't ruined, first of all, because you can't ruin the fact that Jesus Christ was born and that he died for our sins and that he was resurrected. It doesn't matter how much snow how little snow, how many family members can't make it to your Christmas Day celebration, or how many gifts you get or don't get, Christmas is still Christmas. And none of those things will ruin the fact that Jesus is Jesus. But it also wasn't ruined because it turned into a huge blessing for him in many ways, besides the fact that he did get the watch that he wanted. So I find this story inspiring. Not only does it remind me that I need to have self-control about my attitude and my concerns, and sometimes even my worries over what tomorrow brings. But I also need to have faith and be content in expectancy. I need to be content in knowing that I may not know what surprises are coming around the bend, but God knows. I have to work hard to be right smack dab in the middle of where God wants me to be so that I am content. It's not always easy to do. Like I said, sometimes I want to run ahead of God and sometimes I want to shrink back and go the opposite direction I know he wants me to go in. But what I want more than all of that is whatever it is that God wants for me and in his timing because his timing is always way better than anything I could come up with. Christmas isn't just a time to think about Christmas trees, parades, snow, and elves. I almost said sugar plums dancing, but since I've never seen a sugar plum dance, I won't say that. It's not very genuine, (laughs) but this season I'm inspired to remember the lessons that come with wrapped in, wrapped up expectancy. I can can say this really. (laughs) I'm inspired to remember the lessons that come with expectancy and wrapped gifts and opening gifts. And most importantly, the patience and self-control to wait for the gifts we've been promised and, or have hope and expectation of receiving. The Bible talks to us about some of those. James 1.17 is one of my favorite scriptures, and it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. That's right. Every perfect gift is from above, and it comes from our heavenly Father. And his gifts do not change, and his consistency, his love and grace and forgiveness do not change or move like shadows do throughout the day, because his light is consistent, and his love for us is consistent and eternal.
No matter what we do and no matter how we might change or how we might shift in and out of darkness throughout our lives, God's light never does. No matter what our expectancy is, we can always expect that God's gifts are perfect and perfect, perfect for us. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the gift. Jesus Christ and eternal life in Him. That's the gift that we celebrate every Christmas and the gift that we should be celebrating every single day. We can't pick up a box and unwrap it or shake it and try to figure out what tomorrow brings. But we can know without a shadow of a doubt in our heart and in our mind, in our spirit, and even in our physical body, that we have eternal life with Jesus Christ and that he is with us every single day. He promises never to leave us or forsake us. And even when we can't feel him, he's here. Even when we can't see tomorrow, we know that he is here with us today and tomorrow and in the many days to come, even into heaven, which is our eternal home. I hope and pray that this holiday season, which is probably filled with maniacs in the shopping malls and stuffed turkeys on the platters and overstuffed stockings hanging up for us that that will take and make the time to pause for a bit and focus on enjoying the expectancy of the blessings God has in store for us. And if you're hoping for a miracle or a master plan to be revealed to you that's beyond what you think is is able to happen and beyond your wildest dreams, I pray you take it to God and you continue to take it to him until he gives you contentment in the not knowing, until he gives you contentment and peace in the expectancy. I appreciate you tuning into the Woman Inspired Podcast. Don't forget the pod quote of the day. Expectancy is the atmosphere for miracles. And this is definitely the season to remember miracles. Uh, I hope you tune in again next time. Please like, follow, and share. And you can find um, me on Instagram at, um, well, just search for One Woman Inspired. That's the number one, followed by Woman Inspired. Thanks again, and I hope you have a really blessed holiday season. 